Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. I'm your host, Jay Mano, and my guest today is Giovanna Fidel from the Diamond episode. Hi, Giovanna. Good to see you on the show today. How are you? Hello, hello, JB. It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to be on this show. I'm excited for this. Thank you. Me too. I was, I was like, when I, when I first saw you on Diamond, I was like, wow, this is a wonderful actress, you know, and that's one. And I was like, wow, so, so, so good to, to meet you face to face, you know. <laughs> likewise, likewise. I'm really excited to be here again. Thank you for the invitation. And I know it's Jaye. I was yeah. looking at your email address and the beat threw me off. So forgive me. I'm going to get that right. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. So my question to you is, how did you get started as an actress? And what inspired you to become a, to become a wonderful actress? Oh, thank you. Um, what inspired me? I think I always wanted to be one. I recall being really little and um, watching, you know, um, the sitcoms on TV. And, you know, when you're little, you're like, I want to get in the TV box. I want to get in that box. And I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to be in there. Like I would watch different strokes. Like I loved different strokes. I'm aging myself, whatever. Um, and I'm like, I want to be in that box with them. And um, I didn't understand it. You know, it's not like now where you have YouTube and Zoom and Instagram and Reels. And there's all these options to get in the box. And yeah. I was like, I want to do that. So um, it started really early. My mom did not want me to be an actor by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so, yes, I did go to school. Um, I went to... Um, School for International Marketing. So that was um, a viable career choice in her eyes, seeing as that I didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Um, so she's like, okay, you can do business. But then um, I would kind of, and she knows this now, I'm not um, condoning it, but um, I used to sneak out to take oh. acting classes. <laughs> I'm not condoning the sneaking out. I would, you know, tell her I was in like whatever um, after school activity and I'd go to an acting class. And um, so, yeah, I always kind of knew I just was never allowed. <laughs> I see. Wow. So how did you get, so how did you get your first role on Diamond? How did, how did that come up? Yeah. So I had to audition for that. I actually had to audition twice for it. My first time um, did not get me the role I auditioned for. So um, I auditioned a second time and I have that audition, both auditions on my YouTube channel. And um, it was, I submitted for it. So as an actor, you, you are part of a lot of different membership sites is the best way to describe it. So that's how you get audition notices. Mm -hmm. So I saw this and I was like, oh, that seems kind of interesting. But I didn't know it was Darman because a lot of bigger name um, companies uh -huh. won't put their exact name. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you're drawn to the um, project, right? And that's preferable, right? You don't want to just work for such because it is such. Okay. You want to work for the project because it speaks to you. So, okay. of course, it spoke to me. And then it was later revealed that it was Darman. Mm -hmm. However, when I started Darman in 2019, 
Um, he certainly wasn't what he is today. Um, so it's been a beautiful journey with them. Um, they're all incredible. I cannot speak highly, highly, highly enough yeah. about any and all of them, which yeah. is a rarity, as, as you know, when you work in different um, places, you know, it's not common that everybody's that amazing. <laughs> But yeah. they are. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. Especially Catherine Nolan. Actually, and she was so wonderful, Catherine Nolan. So, and she was yes. So oh my gosh, she's tremendous in person, on screen. She is just an amazing human, an amazing talent, and an amazing like co-star. Like she's so giving, and that makes a big difference when you're in front of the camera. How giving somebody is with you in the scene, and it's amazing that everyone at Darman is just so giving and generous and beautiful. They are. So what's that about the Darman himself? Is he wonderful on on TV? Because he seems wonderful than down the earth. Well, I feel that it starts at the top, okay. right? I feel that um, whatever is at the top layers, let's say of any company, entity, um, platform, it trickles down, right? That's my feeling. And when I tell you that that is such the case and such an amazing model example in um, Darman Studios, it starts at the top. Him and his wife, um, Laura, they are just amazing, incredible beings in person. And so um, it's so easy for them to attract what they are, is my feeling. And so, yes, he is incredibly down to earth. He's like incredibly giving and generous. And um, it makes a big difference for everybody else. I've never ever ever heard seen witnessed thought that he i mean i i don't get to partake with them as much as we would want to of course especially given the last couple of years where everything is kind of you know more restricted but the the many the several times i've been with them they're just a joy yeah. and they exude that and i think that is just so wonderful and i think more ceos <laughs> can um benefit from performing that way, from, from behaving that way. And I think a lot more people would be happier in their jobs if that was the case, you know, trickling down goodness <laughs> and kindness. <laughs> I definitely feel myself, yeah. So are you working on, on any new films or projects coming out? Um, yes, well, um, I'm really excited given the last couple years as we know what it's been. The fact that um, I was able to film um, a feature that I played a lead in, it's called God in Salsa, and it's about a grieving therapist who, um, who finds her way through the grief and the loss that she's experienced um, through God and through dancing salsa. And so it's a beautiful, powerful message, especially now that, you know, there's so much um, challenge and difficulty with depression and loss. And um, so it was an amazing project, is an amazing project. And I auditioned for that actually in like, I want to say like 2018, 2019, like it was a while ago. And we were supposed to shoot in 2020, but of course. Yeah. So we were able to shoot this past summer and now it's doing the festival run and um, I've gotten a few awards and what? it just feels really good that, you know, um, despite 
everything that's going on that we're still able to make art. <laughs> so when does the movie come out? Does it come out this year so we can see it? Yes, um, it's still in the festival circuit. Um, it's set to, it's scheduled, slated to come out this summer. Um, so we're really excited. I mean, it's one best picture, best narrative film, most original screenplay, best actress. <laughs> a little pat because there were so many days I didn't know if I was going to continue acting um, and I think you know what I speak of acting is a oh, <laughs> anything in the arts is quite an undertaking as a profession it's just the way it is you know it's very subjective some people can enjoy your work some people cannot and you know everybody's entitled to that that's why it's art well hello there this is the J-Man show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. I had to touch up acting in because if you're going to go far, I can tell you why. Oh, well, I so receive. I thank you for that. And I welcome it. <laughs> you got to have your hands open to receive, to get everything that's coming your way. And I believe that. And um, it's, it's guided me in, in my journey. Absolutely. Um, so how did COVID affect you, everything being shut down? Was that tough for you? Um, I think it was tougher on me mm -hmm. because it was tough on everybody. Yes. So I feel other people, right? I feel the difficulty and the challenges and, and, and um, I, I, get, I feel it very deeply. And I think because I knew so many people were hurting and challenged, I think it hurt me more. However, me for myself, um, I'm very understanding of things. So if we need to shut down in LA and, um, you know, I don't know Boston, what it was like too much, but LA was very strict. Did you guys experience that as well? Yeah. Um, so I think I took that as a time to like learn more. Um, I believe in studying and, and training. So I just took that time to be with myself, to reassess my life. And yeah. I'm very good at that. So for me personally, um, you know, I was with my then boyfriend. We got married last year, right before, thank you, right before I started filming Got Inside Stuff, two weeks before um, we got married. So we were having a beautiful little journey as a couple. And um, so it didn't impact me as uh, because I used the time um, to further myself. Mm -hmm. I know not everybody had that reality. So that's where I felt the challenge where I was like, I want everybody to thrive. And I know some people, you know, had a difficult time. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> so I see you started, I see you started at the John Sudell's. Center for Language of Face, becoming certified in, in reading microexpressions in expert level. Um, what was that like? Gosh, um, thank you for bringing that in. Oh my gosh, um, that was several years ago. That was early on in my um, Los Angeles journey. I stumbled upon this man, John Sudo, who is just a master. He is just, his brain is just incredible. So it intrigued me, this acting studio, because if you don't know, I'll just assume that 
your viewers may not know, yeah. um, you can throw a stone in LA and hit an acting studio. <laughs> There's like tons of them. And that's what makes um, training in Los Angeles so amazing because um, most studios do like a free seminar or a free workshop. You get introduced to the studio and then you determine whether it's right for you, whether you click with the teacher, the, you know. So I love that about Los Angeles. There's a lot of options. Um, I started in Miami where there weren't as many options. So for me, I was like, I want to learn from everybody. And it's just amazing. However, as an actor, you also want to um, concentrate um, and, and be with a certain teacher for an extended period of time so that you're not like getting different training yeah. modalities in your head. And it gets a little confusing. It just does, you know, mm -hmm. my brain. <laughs> and so um, I found John Sudol because what he taught was how to um, use your face to express your feelings. Yeah. And why I was so fascinated by that was because I'm originally from New York and um, New York has a little bit of a stern look on their face <laughs> when they walk the streets and it's protective, it's cultural, it's New York, it's what you do. And when I came to Los Angeles, um, that's not what you do. <laughs> So I had this hard New York look like, yeah, what do you want? I'm going to, what do you want? And I was like, and I didn't understand that, um, why people were asking me if I was always angry. I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm happy. But I had this stern look embedded in my face. So long story short, um, he taught me how to use my facial muscles to diminish perhaps the angry uh, uh, delivery I was giving and how to um, incorporate expressions that were true and real for the character. And that to me has served me so great on my acting journey because, um, you know, so much of the camera mm -hmm. is here. <laughs> And so I, I have a lot of fun with directors because we speak a language, you know, and it's like, do you want this or do you want this? And it's amazing to give directions, directors yeah. options. And so that's what I'm able to do with that training. And it's thanks to John Sudol. He has a book that is enlightening. It's liberating. And, um, you know, because, you know, cultural differences, right? Men are expected to behave one way. Women are expected to behave another way. And you have enough of those things, you know, coming into your being and it, it affects the way we, we, we um, emote and, and express. Yeah. And so getting into alignment was what John Sudol offered me and um, his students. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I might, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to check, check that out myself, you know. Oh, it's fabulous. He is, um, I, I don't know. I, he is in New York now. So he, he relocated to New York, um, which is great because there's a lot of theater actors in New York, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to make that transition to film and TV. Yeah. So he's able to, you know, make that um, adjustment and help him with that. So I, I, I'm such a fan of his work. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I, I check him out, you know, me too, definitely. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, did you finish? So, so did, did, did you go to college? I did. I went to Pace University in New York 
Um, I studied international marketing and advertising. And then my senior year, I was able to study abroad and I studied at the Richmond College in London. And so I took acting classes there because I finished all my undergrad requirements and um, I snuck in some more acting classes and I went to the Globe and it was amazing. And um, I actually didn't want to come back to New York after that experience. <laughs> but um, my I used to uh, intern at MasterCard International. And so when I was in London, they sent me my full time offer to work there and so um i couldn't get a visa to stay oh. in london oh. so i came back to new york and i started my real life at, at mastercard international making commercials which is how i actually started wanting to be in front of the camera oh. so it was a full circle moment for me that's wonderful to hear yeah yeah wow so so what do you see so what do you see yourself 10 years now so acting directing in the future Oh, I love this question. Thank you, uh, Jay. Um, I see myself, wow, 10 years, it seems so far away and you know it'll be here and it's, it's like, oh. Yeah. Um, I was just meditating this morning and one of the visualizations was think about where you were 10 years ago and how far you've come. So 10 years from now, it's like, wow, I'm so excited for it. I do want to continue acting. I would love to get behind the camera. Absolutely. I also, also, also um, feel very compelled to write a book. Oh, wow. And um, I also feel very compelled to help our younglings. That's what I call my, my little Darman following, right? Because they're young. A lot of the followers are young. And um, I go live with them every Friday at 2 p.m. And it's my opportunity to give back to them and to share with them what I've learned. And, you know, especially now with everything that's going on, it's like, um, you know, I'm, I, I say I'm like their big sister. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, well, this is what I did. And I don't know if I would have done it that way if I had another opportunity. And I give them that little bit of guidance and they ask for advice and they like give me questions. And so that's really feeling good to me being, you know, like a big sister, you know, like a teacher. I've always wanted to be a teacher. And um, so that's calling me a lot lately. So we'll see how that kind of all, you know, comes together in the next 10 years. <laughs> what is it that, you know, I, you know, I think you're definitely going to go far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I receive. I thank you. <laughs> well, what, what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? What does that to do for fun in travel apps? Oh, for fun. I love fun. <laughs> I work hard, but I love fun. So um, I do believe in a balance. Uh -huh. I am not one of those anymore who just works, works, works. I feel mm -hmm. like life is too short. Um, that is why I left my corporate job because life is too short to like, you know, be 80 years old and have regrets. You know, mm -hmm. I, I never want to look back on my life and be like, I wish I would have, you yeah. know? So um, I, I take that. I take fun very seriously. <laughs> We all should, yeah. Like number one, in yeah. my opinion. And so um, I am still sort of a newlywed. So fun for me is being with my husband. We just remodeled this house right before the wedding. So um, fun 
because LA is still kind of like not really open-ish, but it is, but it's not, but it's quiet still. Um, we do spend a lot of time home cooking and um, we just adopted a pet. Wow. Yeah, so a little rabbit appeared um, and we went around asking if it was anybody's and no mm -hmm. one claimed him. So we've since claimed him and he is like the most hysterical personality. Like. <laughs> And it's just so fun. I can't explain it. Um, so we've been doing that for fun. I know it's not like earth shattering fun, but it's like wholesome fun. <laughs> That's wonderful to hear. I, 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 used, I used to have a rabbit, rabbit when I was a pet at the time when I was a kid. Yes, I love my Yeah? Name. What was his name or her name? I called him, I called him all, all the odd. Well, like like oil like cookie cookie. He was like because he was black and white, so oil cookie. Oh, Oreo cookie. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, that's a fun name. How was it having a rabbit? It was fun. I got him when I was fourteen, and he didn't know it was funny, but it was funny. I, I loved him, you know. Oh, yeah. he was with you six years. Yeah, so it was fun having a rabbit, you know. I also had a guinea pig too, you know. So yeah. And okay. Yeah. No, they're a commitment. I mean, they're a lot of work. Yeah. I didn't know it was gonna be this much work. I thought it was like, okay, here you go. Here's a carrot. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> it's a lot no. Of it is. I learned at a young age. The responsibility is like that. It is the responsibility. Ours is called Mr. Coolby. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> wow. Is he big? Um. Well, when he got here, he had a lot of hair, so he looked big. But now we're like cutting, you know, we're grooming him, and he's not as big as we thought. But he's like a good, it, it, I feel like, it, it, you know, how big was that fish you caught? And you're like, oh, it was about, <laughs> maybe this big. He's really sweet. He's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely, you know, a good to have it. Yeah, they bring so much joy i'd forgotten i hadn't had a pet in a really long time because in los angeles yeah. like i said you could hardly take care of yourself oftentimes and um you know setting up shop in la was very difficult for me it took me years to kind of like you know a job that yeah. was good for me to go on auditions and it was just very tricky and i'd lived in london and new york and miami like i lived in all these cities and la was really the most challenging for me so it was difficult to again take care of myself let alone a pet so i haven't had a pet in like 20 i don't know how long and i forgot how much joy they bring i agree definitely no, yeah they do, yeah. So what do you think people can do? So what do you think people can do to change the world to make the world better, you know, in your opinion? Because the world is some, you know, crazy and also what can we do to bring more joy back into the world? I love this question. <laughs> I love this question. Oh my god, your questions are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I love this question. Um, I think um we need a lot. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, that's just what the way I am. Ooh. I think we need a lot of help. I do. I think we need a lot of um, more acceptance. I think we need to allow other people to have opinions. It's like, okay, you don't agree with them, but you can agree to disagree and that's okay. It's like, don't think that just because you think this way, everybody else needs to think that way. That's not right. Um, because then God, in my opinion, God would have made us all the same. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not. 
-hmm. So welcome other people's opinions. Have a healthy debate. Have a healthy, you know, exchange of words. Be compassionate. Be kind. Pick up the trash that you throw out. Mm -hmm. I live in LA. It's become a dumpster. I cannot explain it enough more than that. Um, I think acceptance, kindness, compassionate, Mm -hmm. and um and um just more love mm -hmm. like love each other more mm -hmm. be kinder to one another think of what the next person needs and mm -hmm. anticipate that mm -hmm. so that we can all live together in a more like i don't want to say just happy because it's kind of like that sounds so simplistic and 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 rudimentary but i just think we need more kindness and acceptance for one another i really do and especially now it's like you know the world is doing what it's doing and this is our test as humans and how we come out of this test is going to determine our future as a planet because it's no longer i live in la and i just know la i mean you're in boston and look how easy it was for us to connect you know it's like you could be in nigeria Nigeria, mm -hmm. and we could connect, you know? And I did do an interview with this beautiful gal called Joy. She was so cute and she was in um, Kenya. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We couldn't do this really, really so much so five years ago. So it's not just about LA, West Coast, East Coast, West Hemisphere. It's about the world coming together because we're not. And I don't care who the different presidents are, being human is being human and we all, need to have the underlying basis of values mm -hmm. um, because you know you treat others the way you want to be treated yes. and when you do that it's a beautiful thing absolutely i definitely agree um so would you ever consider like a president of, president of the united states someday i had to ask <laughs> um you know what would be interesting um i i, I find it so intriguing because as little kids we all want to be presidents right we're like i want to make this world a better place and it starts with this country and you know it's challenging i'm not going to say that the president doesn't have a ton of challenges and and we as a people think that we could do better because we want to do better but then you look at the behind the scenes of what's required of you yeah. and there's a lot of stuff that we're not aware of and we're not privy to because that's their job to keep us safe however um i feel like um presidents in general whether it's a prime minister or a president or a king or a queen whatever the ruler leader is of that country i think listening to the people is um and that's why we're lucky to have a democracy obviously but listening to the people that you rule mm -hmm. is first and foremost and if they're not happy with what's happening then that's what you address first mm -hmm. i'm not saying there aren't tons of things to address but i feel like i would be a good president because i would want to keep more of a pulse on the people and i'm a regular person <laughs> you know i'm not the aristocratic you know millionaire billionaire that um has more access to things so i feel like you know when you are um more connected to the people you can um help them more and i think at the end of the day our commander-in-chief speaking of the United States, is here to help us thrive. And when we're not thriving, there's an issue. There's an issue because, um, again, we're supposed to be the superpower, but we're not behaving as such. And so I think, um, and it doesn't matter what side of the 
of the fence you're on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think it's a tough job. I don't know how I would do as president, but I would love to help the people. So I talk a lot. <laughs> well, well, like I said, you definitely have my vote, you know, so I'll vote for you in a second because I think you'd be one of our presidents. So I'm, so I'm, I'm going to vote for you. So. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Let's let's start a campaign. <laughs> Me and you, Jaya, let's do it. <laughs> we can campaign, you know. I'll be a campaign I'll definitely help you get, get to the White House. So I think if you, if you did, let's put that out into the universe. You never know. It, it's funny that you asked that question because whether I, I, I've been having more inklings to want to be um, more serving to our communities. And I had thought, you know, in Congress as you know, I don't know why this is recent because again, I feel like our people aren't being heard. And um, I think we need more people who, but then the thing is, I don't have that experience, you know? <laughs> it's like, I've been on Darman. I can play yeah. president on Darman. <laughs> so it's funny. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. ...of how a president can maybe get um, more allies. And again, it's not a left-right, it's not a blue-red, it's just a people thing. (laughs) Make the people happy. Yes. Not everyone's going to be happy, but if the majority's happy and they're, you know, they can fill up their gas tank and, mm-hmm. and eat and um, have a roof over the head, you know, then, then those are things in the right direction. Because right now, and again, my, my um, experience is very Los Angeles based mm-hmm. where, you know, we're, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to, to come on to audition for episode of Diamond and be with and meet, meet you and yeah. Wouldn't that be fun to be in a video? Oh, wait, there we go. We just created a whole video. Mm-hmm. We we're campaigning to be president. You're my campaign manager, and I have to go from city to city to, to campaign. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I could, I could fly down to California and meet you, and you can. And- oh, that would be so amazing. I know. I wish and I look forward to, and it will eventually, um, where travel is easier and uh, more accessible again to everybody. Because that is, I think, one of the biggest things that I miss mm-hmm. is that, like, you know, we used to complain about like taking off our shoes and our belts, and it's like, give me that. I'll take that anytime. I'll take it. I'll take whatever you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was just so easy, comparatively speaking, to what it is now. And, um, and um, yeah, I think if we were all happier, the issues in the skies where people having their fun. It's like we need to do away with that nonsense. It's nonsense. Um, so, yeah, let's do that video. make it happen because I think that's something people need to see I love it. I love it. I would love to be in a scene with you. Um, I will say that, you know, you being across the country, it does add a layer of um, challenge just because of travel right now again. And when people ask me, like, I want to be on Darman and they're like in India. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I wish it was that easy. Right. I wish it was like snap of the fingers and Darman makes everything look easy, but it's a full on production. I mean, he's grown exponentially in the last four years since he started. I mean, it's 
mind blowing what he's been able to to do. And, um, um, you know, I was part of the team when it was like a two person crew. And now I did a, a video um, last week or something. And I looked up and it, I don't know if you caught it. It was the one where like my jeans didn't fit me and I'm on the bed going, Oh, I don't fit into my jeans. And I look up and there's like 12 people. And I'm like, how the heck <laughs> did you go from that to this? And his studio is massive now and he has a second one. So what he does and what he um, envisions is, is, is incredible. And the way he is able to manifest it, it's just inspiring. It's really wild and awesome and exciting. Definitely. Well, like I said, I can definitely fly down to California to meet you and Diamond, so it's not a problem, you know, so. I that'd be so cool. I so look forward. Like I said, I keep, because I get to talk to my younglings on Fridays, um, and that's one of the, the, the bigger questions they ask, like, are you going to do a meet and greet? Are you going to travel? And I'm like, I can't wait, you know. So um, my next my question is, how did, so how, how did you deal with racism growing up, you know? Was it hard for you? I'm dealing with race, dealing with, dealing with, dealing with uh, race, racism. Whoa, that is, is a question. Yeah. Wow, um, wow. Um, that is so interesting that you asked that because um, I'm going to say this and I, I do not want to offend anybody. Um, no. Please know that this is coming from experience, my experience, and I can only speak to that. And mm -hmm. if I say anything that is offensive or ignorant, please let me know because that is not how I want to go forward. I want to learn. And so please forgive me if I do say anything. But because, um, you know, our different skin colors, I'm not asked that mm -hmm. because you would think that it's only a skin thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it isn't, and it hasn't been. And we know that over the years and the generations that there's been racism on so many different levels. And even within a country, um, you know, such as Africa, mm -hmm. where it's not a skin thing and there's still racism. Uh, so it's it's really wild because when I first moved to um, New York as a little girl, um, nobody looked like me, right? Like I I look I ha I have really curly hair. I just straighten it for TV, but um, you know everyone's blonde and blue eyes and like I looked really different. I felt very different. So my name is Giovanna. It always has been, but I went by my middle name, Jill. Because it was more American. It was easier to say. It was um, more acceptable, right? No one knew where Dominican Republic was. No one knew. And so it's really interesting that we've all had these experiences where we've felt less than, where we've been bullied, where we've been judged, where we, you know, we've experienced racism, different levels. Of course, I'm never going to compare, you know, a male to a female. That alone is a different, you know, um, judgment level. So across the board, we've all felt these like inconsistencies in, in making each other feel equal. And it's still continuing. It's still happening. And it's not an easy fix. I'm not going to sit here and think that I, I can wave a wand. I wish I could and make it go away. But the bullying, I don't know. I think that can be addressed. And I think when we get to our children at an earlier age, mm -hmm. because when we permit um, 
you know, kids to, to do mean things to other kids at the young school level, then that's what they will continue to do. More than likely, I don't know statistically, but there is that tendency to continue to be a bully when you start working in a corporate environment and, you know, and, and bully your, um, your subordinates. So, you know, so I think there is some more we need to do with bullying. And when we understand that we're all human and we can treat each other as such, then, but it's interesting, right? All the kids last year during BLM, right? Um, all the kids were coming out and sharing their voices that they didn't see color, but it's like, there is color. And color is a beautiful thing. Why would we not want to see it? I don't get that either. I don't see that color needs to matter, but I do see beautiful color. And I want to continue to see a beautiful. I think there's nothing more beautiful than one of those black, really dark black, beautiful women, that dark, rich, beautiful chocolate skin with a white dress. And they're so striking and it's beautiful. How could you tell me not to see color? Because yeah. that's striking. So again, I hope I didn't say anything out of turn. Um, you know, I never want to offend. Um, however, I also want to call a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. You cannot not see color. I think color needs to be raised up, in my opinion. And the younger generations speak so eloquently about it. I mean, every child who got up on a microphone during last year's necessary mm -hmm. opening, we were like, bravo, your parents taught you right. Your parents are doing a great job. And that's what we need more of. The yeah. parenting and the school systems to raise up their learnings and teachings and, and, and do better by our children. Mm -hmm. That's where I think it needs to start. Yes, that was a wonderful answer, you know, that's something I need to hear, you know, because I definitely agree with you, you know, it starts to start in the school, the kids know that, you know, that we treat each, each other with respect equally, you know, so I definitely agree. So important. It's so important. And um, I, I don't know how difficult this is right now for parents and, and, and children, you know, with all the masking and the this and the that. I, I can't say I can relate. I am not a mother yet. <laughs> Hopefully one day. Um, however, knowing that we've never been through this in our lifetime, right? It's happened before, but not during our lifetime, that parents have so many issues they need to like, like keep forefront yeah. to keep their children safe. And to think um, what this is doing for them where, you know, they can't see expressions, full circle talking about facial expressions and how important it is to read each other's mouths and, and see the excitement and see the sadness and, and have those emotions expressed on the face and to not have a face showing half a face. These children, um, and whether you're pro-masked, not masked, that's not my point here. That is not my point at all. What I'm saying is that despite all of this masking and, and restrictions and everything that's been our reality, I feel in my heart, and I tell my younglings this every, every chance I get, I tell them that these experiences as a child are going to make you so strong and so resilient and you are going to be leaps and bounds ahead of all us adults when you're our age as adults. So don't use it as a crutch 
to not advance. Mm -hmm. Use it as a launch pad because you are all gonna outdo and run circles around us because that's how powerful you are as children. Mm -hmm. And you going through this, you're gonna get past this and you're gonna have an understanding that us adults, but yeah, I think I, I said, um, I talk a lot. So I think I said um, enough there in the sense that, you know, our children are resilient and yeah. they are going to be so powerful and don't put in their head that they're behind. They're yeah. ahead. They're yeah. dealing with something that we as adults don't know how to deal with. And they're doing it as a child. Yeah. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree because our children, our children are our future now. So I definitely agree with you. Yes. And we got to uphold that beautiful future for them and not speak negatively of it for them. Don't mm -hmm. lead it pessimistically. Give them optimism. Okay, you're wearing a mask now, but guess what? How cool is it going to be when that mask comes off? Let's yes. wear it until, but, you know, if you don't want to wear it and you want to protest, that's your freedom. If you want to, and teach them that they have a voice. If they don't want to, you know, because we were all protesting last year. Mm -hmm. They know what protests are this year, and they can speak to what feels right to them and give them that platform. Because I mean, like I said, every memory I have of a child standing up in front of a microphone last year, mm -hmm. man, they were like on point. Mm -hmm. And if that's what we have to look forward to, let's trust it. Yes, you I know? I definitely and build it up. <laughs> I think that's a bit of myself. Absolutely. Yeah. So um so my next question to you is, is if, if you weren't an actor, if you weren't an actress, what would you probably be if you weren't an actor? If I wasn't acting, um, wow, it changes over the years, right? Um, used to be an astronaut, used to be a president, um, then there was a teacher. Um, now I, I, I want to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so many years, I'm like, I don't want to bring children into this world. This world is too crazy. And then 2020 and 21. <laughs> And I'm like, no, I want a child. <laughs> the world is even crazier. But I feel like, um, you know, uh, I'm in a place where we are in a place, my husband and I, where we want to um, bring forth, um, you know, something that we want. I, I don't know. I would love to be a mom. So if I wasn't acting, um, I know it's not a profession, but it's a full-time job <laughs> from what I hear. <laughs> um, and... Um, yeah, I think I've done so many jobs because that's the other thing when you're an actor, how many jobs you have to do to try to make ends meet. So I've had so many, I've probably had, I lost count at like 50 jobs, like, you know, and I've done so much that it's like, now I want to like pass it forward, yeah. right? So I don't know what profession I would have other than maybe an author or a speaker or, yeah. It would be in that vein, I guess. Okay. But oh. those are easy to kind of, you know, blend in with the acting, which is cool. So I, I always thought, rest in peace, beautiful Betty White. She was one of my idols and, and um, role models. And um, I, 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 I looked to her career, mm -hmm. almost 100 years old, and she was still in front of the camera and still so vivacious and funny and working. And, and um, so I love that I can do acting until that point. <laughs> yes, 
So it's nice that I can kind of blend all the things I love. Yes, I definitely agree. Okay, so so my last question to you is because I know I know you have, to, you have to go soon. So my last question to you is um how how can we find how can we find you on, on social media and um oh and, so if you want to stay in touch with you how can we find you on social media? Oh, thank you for that, Jay. I, I, I love social media for the connectivity I get with everybody. I love that. I love comments. I always respond to my comments. It might take me a little bit depending on what my schedule is doing, but um, that's why I love it. Yeah. However, social media <laughs> could take up a lot of your day if you're not careful. So... <laughs> Um, I'm not on there 24 seven, mm-hmm. but I love, um, inter- interacting on there. So I am, um, online as this is Giovanna. Everything online is, um, like you're introducing me. Hi, this is Giovanna. Mm-hmm. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm on YouTube a lot lately as this is Giovanna. Um, even my website is this is Giovanna. Um, yeah, it's like this is who you're gonna get. You're gonna get Giovanna. Yeah. This is me. Like I, 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 yeah. So that's an easy one, hopefully. And I look forward to having your viewers tell me that they came through here mm-hmm. and um, introducing themselves to me yeah. and um, connecting online. I love it. I do. I'm so excited for that. Me too. I'm so glad that you responded to me. It's such an honor to hear from you. Yeah. Oh well, your your email was so. Um, like on point like it was so professional and so kind and i felt you through it right you get that feeling through um through the emails like even though it's just you know letters on the screen you still feel right so um i was just like wow like yeah this this is this is happening (laughs) it just felt really good so thank you for reaching out and and making this happen you are such an easy amazing other side to connect with it was awesome all along so thank you for this experience it's been amazing well hello there this is the j-man show on wbca 102.9 fm boston's local community radio station